Hello, people of Kata Nation. My name is Alex Catano. Joining me will be my good friend Raymond from Ramen Edits. So, want to say hi to the world. Hey, what's up, everyone? So, uh, Raymond does a lot of editing. Of course, like I said, Ramen Edits. You can find him on Instagram and even on YouTube. Uh, you want to tell people about that? Yeah, so I've been doing editing for the past five years now. It's always been an interest of mine. Basically, what my editing consists of is I base my content around a lot of superheroes. I've always just been in love with like movies in general and stuff. And so what I try to do with my videos is try to help people escape in a way. Just give them like a fun video to watch, even if it's like a one to two minute video. Sometimes I'll even do character tributes. So I'll do like a character study, really try to like emphasize the who the character is with like the music, the tone that all comes into play with like editing and stuff. That's always been an interesting. I gotta ask, like, where exactly, like, is there, like, a specific person that kind of got you into doing your own edits? Yes. So before I started Ramen Edits, I I was looking at other uh, other editors out, out there, and they inspired me. And one particular, he goes by the name of Saiyan Duck. Um, Saiyan. Yeah, Saiyan Duck, like Super Saiyan. He's actually the one who kind of like, interests me and started doing those type of, like, music edits and stuff. That's kind of where I draw my inspiration and many more others editors out there i started editing gaming videos just like my own like personal like game clips and stuff i started really diving deep into editing i would look up youtube tutorials and try to get you know more ideas of how to do this how to do that how to make it look like this how to give it this cool effect and so it was just over the years i started like building my own style i guess there's one video specifically that um, definitely stuck out to me because this is more different than most of your other videos because most of them involve superheroes or any comic book characters. But one of them called the Let There Be Light. Oh, Let There Be Love. Yeah. I kind of wanted to do something different, kind of step out of like the superhero lore, show that I am more, I'm passionate about other films and not just like the superhero genre. Because don't get me wrong, the superhero genre is like one of my favorite. I love film as a whole. And so I kind of wanted to express my my feelings through a video, especially during these hard times right now where I feel like everyone kind of like needs that that closure. I thought maybe, you know, I could use video editing to my advantage uh, and to, you know, let people know that, you know, they're not alone and uh, video editing can be very powerful in its own way for sure. Where I, what I mainly want to do is be a movie director. Uh, editing is just kind of like one thing I know very much about and I have a lot of experience in that. But I would really like to dive deep more into the directing side of film and creating films rather than just using films and editing them that they're already done. Last question, Raymond, before we get to all things MCU. But what is one thing you would tell editors? Any advice you would give them? Some advice I would give for editing is always try to top your last work. Always try to go above and beyond. Try to learn from your mistakes. Take your time. There's no rushing, you know. Always be precise when editing and really try to understand what you're trying to tell, what you're trying to show to the audience always have your own style you can draw inspiration but always try to have your own style because you really get to find yourself in the realm of editing if you want to do that it's trivia time which avenger does scott lang interact with in 2015's ant-man was it a black widow b the falcon c the vision or d 
Captain America? Can you guess the answer? Find out later on the show. With our WandaVision finally releasing mm-hmm. all their episodes, we just got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. And uh, we're going to keep it non-spoilers. But so far, as of recording, we only have one episode. Uh, we By the time we get this, episode two or three might be up. But yeah, so far, what are your, your thoughts on it? I actually thought it was really good. I kind of had just low expectations, but the beginning really hooks the audience in because it was just like, boom, this is what this show is about. You know, you really, you really get like a, you you really understand like what they're trying to do here. And so I thought that was really cool, um, especially for uh, a show, you know, because where these characters originally are from is from these big budget Hollywood movies. And so like the way they can also still show that budget within a smaller scale, I guess you could say, but like in a TV show, it's really impressive, I think. How do you feel about like the MCU going from not just movies, but now going to television or like TV shows? I think it's a great way to explore more character arcs and also give the audience more stories to uh, to show and to tell, especially with Falcon and Winter Soldier, because Sam and Bucky are two beloved characters. Yeah, and it seems like um, a lot of TV shows have like kind of like been off canon, such as guys like Daredevil and yeah. and the Defenders, basically. Um, and uh, do you see like maybe them rebooting them? I think if the people at Marvel are smart enough, <laughs> that they'll keep the actors, but they'll reboot the actual character themselves, and so they'll keep the shows non-canon. What most fans would want is keeping the actors most importantly because the actors really play a big part in bringing out the best in the character. Um, so I think they should just do that. It seems like we're getting new characters every day. I mean, they did just sign a deal with Fox, so now we got all the characters. Um, oh, so, yeah. Such as X-Men, the Fantastic yeah. Four. I don't know. Do you see those guys maybe having TV show or you would rather just have them go straight to a movie? I think that what's best is to put them in the movies because of how big they are, especially the X-Men, because they are such almost iconic as the Avengers, I would say, right close to them. And I think if you were to do TV shows for them, it's almost like sidelining these characters almost. Speaking of X-Men, um, we did get a bit of a twist on WandaVision. I will spoil WandaVision, the finale. Uh, more particularly, the little twist that they did with a Quicksilver, where mm-hmm. it actually was not the X-Men Quicksilver and it ended up being a, an actor portraying Quicksilver. And I'm not going to lie, I hated that ending. I thought it was really dumb. Uh, your thoughts on that? I had high expectations or Quicksilver and possible tease for the X-Men. They could have set something up that could have led into bigger possibilities. Uh, so for the Quicksilver thing, I think it was great fan service because they brought Evan Peters to come back to play this iconic role. And it was really cool to see him in the MCU and reprise his role as a Quicksilver because he you just know that he loves playing that character and he's so enthusiastic about it. And you really see that in his performance. So when they did the Ralph boner thing (laughs) i was like come on really so i do hope that they somehow bring them back i mean just based on that i i have feelings that they're just gonna like give us completely different x-men yeah because obviously i think we could all agree that uh hugh jackman's not coming back we'll see (laughs) see. 
after that twist, I am curious on taking your thoughts on uh, the multiverse. Okay, yeah. So I think for multiverse stuff, for Spider-Man 3, it looks like that they're going to tease the multiverse a bit in there because the next big, I guess, multiverse film will be Doctor Strange into the multiverse of madness. And so I think we'll get a bigger side of what the multiverse is really all about. And if you really think about it, I mean, the multiverse can mean a lot of things. There's You can bring back characters from pre-MCU movies. I mean, there's always that possibility. You could show different variations of the characters that we have now. So I think the multiverse really, there's a lot to play with, a lot of cards to draw. I don't mean, honestly, after watching what Quicksilver went through, I was afraid that, because we've been, there's been a lot of rumors of uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Gar- Garfield returning. I am kind of afraid that they're just going to be cameos like at this point. I actually want like a full-fledged uh, movie. Maybe not even be in this movie in particular, but in a future movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I just hope that they don't treat them as jokes and that they are still the portrayals and characters that we knew before and loved. So especially for Tobey Maguire's because he's such a he's such a love Spider-Man and he kind of started it all. And then you also have Andrew Garfield's, you know, he also had a he was also a great Spider-Man and Peter Parker. And so it would just be kind of a disservice to the fans if they were brought into the MCU, but they're not the same the same way as they were in the movies. Part of me does hope they do come back, but I just don't want them to be treated as they did with Quicksilver and WandaVision. Uh, for me, um, part of the reason why I do want to see Toby and Andrew back is because I felt like there's still more to see about these characters. Like, for example, uh, Andrew Garfield never got to finish his trilogy. I would love to see where his story goes. And uh, as far as Toby Maguire goes, I want to see where he is now because the last time we saw him, his best friend, Harry Osborn, died. So now I want to see where that goes. The fans would want to know where are they now? You know, what, what have they been up to? What have they been doing? How are they dealing with their struggles in everyday life? I don't think it would be weird to have multiple Spider-Mans going on at the same time, especially that Toby and Andrew are not in the MCU. I think the fans would love it if, if Andrew Garfield got Amazing Spider-Man 3 and Toby got a Spider-Man 4. Like, I don't think the fans would mind. I think they would actually love that. Uh, one of my favorite series to watch is uh, Cobra Kai. One of my, mm-hmm. Yeah, because believe it or not, Karate Kid is actually my favorite movie. Okay. And uh, I always thought to myself, that could have been a perfect way to like fin- cap off the stories of these three and have plenty of time to develop all three characters. And then if they want to do another team-up movie, then we could work our way around that, if that makes sense. I think when you do, do stuff like that, uh, to bring fans back from like a from a beloved movie or series you got to do it in a right way i feel like so Um, i think you got to be very careful with with stuff like that because there's you know so many fans everywhere of so many genres and 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 tv shows and movies so you really got to be careful of how you treat certain characters you know yeah Obviously, we don't want everybody to come back. Like, there's no way. Nobody wants fan four stick. Let's. (laughs) (laughs) It's trivia time once again. The question earlier was, which Avenger does Scott Lang interact with in 2015's Ant-Man? Was it A, Black Widow, B, The Falcon, 
C. The Vision or D. Captain America? And your answer? B. The Falcon. Fun fact, Falcon wasn't originally in the story, but after Paul Rudd and director Adam McKay saw Captain America The Winter Soldier, they insisted to add Falcon to their film. This morning, we actually just got the news that Black Widow will finally have a release date on July 9th. Are you excited or after so much time waiting, are you just like, don't care anymore? I am excited, but sometimes I do forget that that movie's coming out. But I do love Black Widow. I think that now that we actually have a official date and it's actually locked in, like I think everyone's just finally happy now that we're actually going to get to see it this year. It's been very fun talking to you about the MCU, and I just got to ask you. Uh, you just got to tell me what's your favorite movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You can pick one. Favorite MCU movie? Uh, I'll have to say Endgame. <laughs> Endgame. All right. Yeah. I think uh, it just does it for me. You know, it's it's all the movies in, in one, you know, and you you just get you just get everything that you've like been waiting for for all those years and it's a lot of emotion a lot of epicness so yeah definitely my favorite one again thank you so much raymond for coming into the show you're actually my first guest ever on captain nation thank you so much this, this is such an honor you know to be your first and this is my first time on a podcast so i i feel i feel very great right now so thank you again man yeah and uh don't be a stranger feel free like hit me up if you want to do another topic like this it's going to be a lot of fun awesome i will Hello all listeners of Kata Nation, Alex here. Hope you guys enjoyed the pre-taped interview with me and my good friend Raymond. Again, you can follow him on Instagram and find him on YouTube. Just type in Ramen Edit. As of recording, Godzilla vs. Kong is officially on HBO Max and in theaters. You can check it out now. The next couple of weeks will be a little bit different than most. Movies and TV entertainment will still be a part of Kata Nation. However, I do want to talk about things going on in my community and give people a platform. And I even want to discuss life topics, stories about my life, and hope to inspire a lot of you listeners out there. What topic will I be discussing next week? Let's just keep it a secret for now. Hope all of you will listen to me next week. And remember, as always, we are Kata Nation. Kata Nation.